Hi everyone, this is Malin Barr from the movie Honeyduke, and I'm here with the Horror Squad podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Horror Squad podcast, episode number 203. Tonight we're talking about 1996 Twister. Um, when you're your co-host, we have Todd, Steve, Joe, and Sam. I know we joked about reviewing Twister last episode on Ghostbusters, and here we are. So, happy uh, American Thanksgiving. Uh, what happened? What was there, Twister? Oh, no, it's a sound. It's a Twister sound. Oh, my God, did they take? Sounded like a demon. <laughs> you know, I'm reading The Exorcist right now, and I'm like, sorry for my phone going off. I'm reading The Exorcist right now, and that was spot on for Reagan. Ooh. Just letting you know, Sam. I'm scared. Wait, hey, when? Oh, really? What? Mm-hmm. what's what's the deadline for the exorcist so i can like get going um, here we're winging it honestly like winging a lot of people fell one? off and okay with the holidays it's hard to like keep a deadline especially for reading so just read it and then when the people decide that they've that we're ready to talk about spoilers and we will i think it's only myself and michelle are pretty close to being done other than that i think it's up in the air all right it's, it's fucking great though man the book's like i'm excited pleasantly surprised yeah is all it right. scary yeah man the freaking spider walk scene from oh, the really? I think that's the director's cut, right? It is, yeah. Like I had to put the book down and like think about it because I was like really grossed really? out. Yeah, the description of it was just like, like give us ooh. something how they described it. Um I mean I'm not gonna do it justice, but um the Chris, the mom is like downstairs and she's talking to like the living nanny kind of thing, Sharon and Sharon's walking down the stairs and Chris turns and sees Reagan doing the spider walk, but Sharon doesn't see it. And Ray, uh, Chris starts freaking out and Sharon's like, what the fuck? Like what? And she turns around, doesn't see anything, but she feels Reagan licking her ankles and she looks oh down at Reagan's all spiders and then flicking her tongue back and forth. And <gasps> as the, the last uh, line is like, wherever Sharon went, Reagan followed like on spiders licking her ankles. I'm like, Oh, like Ew. it's fucking, I'm like, Oh, I had to put it down. It was really good. It's Creepy. good, man. The book is really good. Awesome. <laughs> How's your trip, Todd? It was excellent. Uh, went to Tennessee, hiked the Smoky Mountains a little bit. I saw some black bear cubs, some wild black bear cubs. So the mama was nearby. So that's good. Uh, went to Gatlinburg, which is like a tourist attraction for Tennessee. And then went to Pigeon Forge. It was fun. It was unplugged the phone for the most part. Just like sat, read, hiked, played in the creek, stuff like that. Awesome. But what did you eat? too much everything <laughs> we only cooked one time for thanksgiving was meatloaf and all that stuff uh, but other than that it was like giant meals every opportunity because you gotta look up like what's the best barbecue in pigeon forge and what's the best like burger and get you know like and of course you have to go get it so it was ridiculous very nice sam made some uh thanksgiving goodies like tell him sam well, you're the one who enjoyed them, so you tell them. Um, okay, so I made like a baked mac and cheese. I kind of cheated because I just used Velveeta shells and cheese, but I added like shredded cheese and liquid smoke, and I put a little bit of bacon on there. It was really good. And then I also tried making this no-bake pumpkin cheesecake, and... It featured Steve's uh, Canadian maple syrup or maple syrup from Canada that Steve gifted us. That was my secret recipe and it was really good. 
Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Canadians who are helping the Americans with the maple syrup shortage. Yeah. I just saw on the news today they're donating. <laughs> are they? They're sending we, we, us we, like fifty we, million gallons. We tapped into our reserves. It was like this big deal here. <laughs> like, yeah. Was it really? Yeah, it's like yeah, that's uh, hilarious. Well, Cong- your, your Congress like had like a riot. Like we're not giving them shit. <laughs> no, it's not that. It, it felt like you know like. Okay, you know we're gonna we're gonna take we're gonna bust out the good stuff to this one time. You know, it's almost that's how it felt like in the news. It was weird. It's like, yeah, you know. that's that's it, funny that it's a news item, like a newsworthy item. Yeah, I was watching the news today and they were talking about it. It was like a big deal. I was like, whoa, all right. Wait, so are they mad that they're sending that over? No, 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 no. I, like, oh. like I'm saying, it's like because this is, I guess, it never happened before. We almost felt like, oh, well, you know. Like if we're gonna give them stuff, we're gonna give them the good stuff. So yeah. we're almost yeah, like proud of it. That's that how a drug dealer starts. <laughs> right, exactly. And the next time they're gonna withhold it from us. And- right. <laughs> they also mentioned on the news that like Canada makes up like for seventy five percent of like the uh, maple syrup like in the world or something. I was like, that's pretty impressive. You have a lot of trees. So. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all tapped. Like every Canadian has had maple syrup. It's just like, it's like a big thing here. So how do you tap a tree? Do you literally just like stick a tap? Uh, uh, yeah, a that's legit what you do. You stick a tap yeah. into wow. a specific type of tree. And that's uh, wild. Yeah. You eat it just like that? Or do you have to refine it? Or is it pretty? Uh, so if you go, we, we call them sugar shacks here. So if you go to a place where they do it, you can have it straight from the tree. But most places refine it so that it can be manufactured and like. Is it good, better, worse, acquired taste if it's fresh or? Uh, it's a goopier, uh, like than it would be if you ate it, uh, like manufactured. But uh, it's good. It's fine. You know, the the way they do it here is they put uh, they put it like on snow, and then you put a stick and you twirl it on it, and then it becomes like a almost like snow a popsicle cone. of. Yeah, uh, I've seen that. That looks delicious. Yeah, that, that's like a big activity here in like March march april it's like a big thing we do so it's like it's at a, like app like an apple picking in the fall but you go to the maple trees yeah we, we call it the sugar yeah. shack so okay usually cool. they serve like breakfast at like a, some cabin and you get to have uh maple syrup uh, that's, that's what cool. when was the last time you did that fuck <laughs> like <laughs> high school <laughs> yeah. okay it, it's, it's no actually you know what no we did for work one time it was like a work building exercise okay thing. Uh, usually they, they do it at old-timey villages you know where they recreate you know old times and stuff with right cabins and that kind of stuff so we kind of learned a bunch of stuff and they had a sugar shack at the end so pretty cool nice yeah so uh you guys ready for some questions yes 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 uh you can ask us those questions on social media at the horror squad podcast or on the discord where they shared all sorts of crazy food so jealous it was just a thursday here for us so just watching people uh share all their awesome thanksgiving meals very jealous that's for damn sure and then a few black friday purchases which was really cool so join our discord just ask us for the link and we will send you access to that side note there i, I wasn't gonna plan i wasn't planning to buy anything on black friday i spent like 150 bucks oh friday. what'd you oh. buy stupid movies like oh, every like single what? one of them um well there's a new book out on cannibal holocaust like the making of and the director and stuff that's limited to a thousand copies and like i had to buy it like signed hardcover bought that from severin who's like an independent like a pretty cool blu-ray company and then like a couple other titles from them and then this like shot on video 90s director jr bookwalter he put a lot of his movies out that i snagged up too so too much money but once a year isn't bad no you gotta do it. 
All right. So the first question actually came to us like the, the day after we recorded last time from Creature Feature, which is Marla. Uh, she says, uh, thought of a question last night after the fact, but what do you think about most shows and movies apparently now having a podcast element to them? It's a fad, right? Yeah. yeah. Sign of the times, really, more than anything. I mean, it's so big right now. So, yeah, I mean, I have no problem with it. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. It's kind of just like how they used to do after shows. Now it's just a weekly podcast and you get more of the show that you love. The, the one I remember first was Tusk. That's like the first big one I can remember where like they had like a big like podcast, like stuff like involved with it so not sea party yes <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh what halloween had yeah podcasters that's right halloween 2018 yeah um, which i was disappointed we didn't hear any more about them from the sequel well they, i mean i'm pretty sure they both died like i don't think i don't think the guy died he took a he took a big beating but he's he was still uh i don't know <laughs> still breathing there at the end <laughs> just because you're breathing doesn't mean you're gonna survive it though you know <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, uh, a lot of people don't have anyone to s- talk to about maybe their favorite shows or movies. Uh, you know, it's like if I go to the office, no one wants to talk horror. So a lot of people kind of resort to, you know, either YouTube videos or podcasts. So if you have like a show that you like, there's almost always a podcast for it. It's crazy. Like people just and it's, it's good. You know, I mean, it's, it's also good for podcasters because it's usually a limited run. Um, you know, so it doesn't go on forever. It's not work forever. So it's less intimidating as having like a always every single week podcast, uh, which is a lot of work. So yeah, I'm all for them and it's great that they exist, you know? Yeah. I, f- I found one for the 90s show Beast Wars that I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No more Energon or something like that. Like, so yeah, li- like Steve said, literally there's something for every single thing you can think of. Yeah. And there's even like, for example, The Office has like three of them where cast members go through every episode, like one episode per episode, and they go through the episode like in depth about like stories from the set from that episode and how it came to be and all that stuff. So it's really cool. It's like getting a commentary for, you know, every episode of your favorite show. So mm-hmm. have you listened to those, Steve? Because I only, I tried Office Ladies, but I, I, nah, didn't I couldn't really get... like their style. Uh, you, you should try uh, Brian Baumgartner's one, uh, oh. who played Kevin. Uh, I, I like his a little bit better. It's just, I guess, just more my style. I mean, their office ladies are great too. They have like their own style. It's just not the way I like kind of, kind of like it. But he's he's got a cool one too. So highly cool. recommend it. And she finishes with, and can I call you guys podcast from now on? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he's good. That kid was good. I listened to it. I like how he had the one. The one listener. The one listener, and it was Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> it was so obvious that that's what it was going to be. <laughs> but it, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was still. Uh, a nice moment <laughs> yeah but it would be dinner like obviously the guy's like super into paranormal and stuff like that actually uh speaking of which while i look for the other questions um i was talking to one of my friends the day after we recorded the episode when we said there were no references to part two in uh ghostbusters afterlife well his occult store was something that was in part two that right. they introduced in part two so there is existence of uh part two in the movie and uh, jason reitman confirmed that uh, should there be a future sequel they will definitely uh, have more references to part two and part two is in fact canon so interesting i I don't think it's necessary but hey i mean it'll create more callbacks it'll be fun i'm sure for sure 
All right. Uh, next series of questions. Let's go for an audio question. So I'm uh, going to give it up to my man, Chuck. What's up, Horror Squad? It is Chuck, a.k.a. Captain Amazing 85 here with some questions. First off, how is an F5 tornado strong enough to lift houses into the air, but not Helen Hunt's shirt? <laughs> She's got those nipple pasties on. Whoa, whoa, mm. whoa. <laughs> Movie magic. Hollywood <laughs> magic. Or not so magic, I guess. I don't... <laughs> Come on. I don't remember. Does she tuck in her shirt? throughout the movie i don't didn't really uh, but, i mean regardless <laughs> i mean do, do people in tornadoes in. lose their shirt is that a thing <laughs> i don't know no, no? well there you no. go so, does, does that answer the question science <laughs> science science <laughs> yeah i don't think that's how tornadoes work they don't like swoop you from the bottom and just you know just take yeah. off your shirt they'll either bring up your entire body you might be thinking of marilyn monroe right oh yeah, so I think that's a. I want to know if anyone's ever tied themselves to something in a tornado and survived. Must have, like, right? Like I'm sure. Holding on with, via belt. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think that's that far fetched, honestly. Like, really? I mean, you get pounded with rocks and shit. I, well, I yeah, I mean, I would think that, but I mean, I think if you attach yourself to something, like, I think it's possible you wouldn't get ripped. I don't know. I don't, I don't I, know. I, in F five, it might like rip your fucking limbs off. So yeah, I'm thinking it would <laughs> yeah. suck your body right through that thing possibly let me google it i'm yeah, sure I mean, the filmmakers did their research <laughs> yeah they, they say the pipe you know it goes down 30 feet so that won't come out i believe that mm-hmm. but i don't think that piece of leather <laughs> would have survived <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, a good point the yeah. what like 150 pounds that it's pushing towards uh, the tornado so hey, haven't you haven't you ever seen those infomercials where they do that crazy the crazy shit and it works like right right <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the debris is probably what's going to kill you. And I, I, most people in the tornado, unfortunately. Um, all right. So let's uh, get Chuck's second question. Twister is a fun party game if you're flexible. What are your favorite party games? Oh, oh we're going the actual game, Twister. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I can't remember the last time I played Twister. It's fun times, though. Two days ago, man. We play that shit all the time. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I fucking love oh. the game Twister. Twister's fucking hard, man. Especially when you're older. You're like, <laughs> my son, it usually comes down to me and my son, and he fucking little bastard gets me every time. I love it. I haven't played it as an adult, like later in life, but I used to play it all the time, like at all my slumber parties. And then in high school, when we would go hang out, like at guys' houses that we liked, we would always play it just to like be able to touch them. Oh, naked, naked twister. That'd be gross if you think Strip. about it. The <laughs> buttholes twister. opening up and stuff. Ew! I don't it's want no butthole opening near me while I put <laughs> right foot on green. Um. So right. wait, what, what was the question? End. Hold on, hold on. Oh. Survival story: Family ties children with ropes, clings to trees during tornado. Oh. Published May tenth, two thousand eleven. So I guess yeah. There you go. But was it an F five? <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> but wait, what was the question? What games do we like? What to play? games? Uh, what party games? I also games? like. I also, oh, party games. Or, or games, whatever. <laughs> I love Guess Who. That's my jam. Mm, mm-hmm. Did someone made a horror version of it that you can like buy on Etsy? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Sam and I played like a really fun game uh, on Thanksgiving with my family. Um, it was called like us weekly the game or something but it's like 
it's basically just like uh there's like a bunch of celebrities and you gotta like act out like the celeb it's like charades slash like describe them and stuff it was a lot of fun though and then we played uh what did we play on saturday with our friend sam it's the name of we that played, game um it's like a card game but it's in the style of kind of like a board game but it's called zoom it's zoom. like you have to get five in a row it's kind of like a connect four but you have to do it with the cards that are on this board mm-hmm. of course yeah. joe and his friend were cheating but no surprise there we were not cheating mm-hmm just because the girls lost, we were mm. cheating. No, the girls played by the rules. All right. <laughs> Can never go wrong with Battleship either. That's big that's big fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I don't know if you guys ever played this. We might have talked about it in the past, but I used to play Nightmare a lot. Uh, Nightmare is a VHS game where you play a video and a host kind of dictates what you're doing for an hour. And as the game progresses, it's also a board game. Like you're doing stuff in a board game with cards and stuff. And he stops you like every couple minutes and he tells you something like, okay, player who's playing right now, you lose your turn. Or uh, the player to the left of the person who's playing right now, you know, you gain a card or whatever the case may be. And each time he comes on screen, he's a little more like decrepit and he's like kind of melting or whatever it is. And it's a really cool game. Uh, I actually just backed a Kickstarter where they're uh, re-releasing the uh, Nightmare game with uh, like new pieces and new cards and stuff like that. So that's really cool. It still has, uh, by the time this recording comes out, there's still a week left and they're about to hit their second stretch goal, which is additional, like better pieces. And yeah, it's pretty cool. It's uh, looking forward to that. And as far as non-horror games, um, the two that we play quite a bit here is Cards Against Humanity, uh, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. Uh, If you're not, it's basically... You have cards that say like a sentence and or a word and you have to kind of be outsmart the other players and be the, like the most clever or the funniest or whatever it is and it's it's a really cool game highly recommend it and the other ones a uh, shit happens uh, and that one you're given uh cards and it has an event and a rating so for example uh, catching your parents in bed and it says out of 100 how bad of a situation that is and you have to play, uh, like, you have to say, like, okay, I think it's between this and this. And the more cards you have down, the less, like, you have to say, okay, you know, like the spaces between how many, how bad it is gets smaller and smaller. So let's say one card you have is 45, one's 50. If it's a 47 card, you have to know that it's like between there, you know, it's like you kind of rate bad situations and it's really, really fun. So recommend that one as well. I love that one. What's it called? <laughs> Shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. Uh, going back to Nightmare real quick, because that is a fantastic game. It reminds me of that movie. What was that movie we watched, Todd? Like it was like a board game. Um, um Beyond was- the Beyond the Gates. Beyond the Gates. Yeah, something called? like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't very good, but it was similar <laughs> to that game. So maybe it's something you should check out, Steve, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll definitely look for it. I think it had Barbara. I think it was Barbara Crampton, wasn't it? It did. She was like the VHS host. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. I'll definitely look at. Um, all right. His uh, third question. What would be on your storm chasing playlist? Ooh. I mean, Dusty had a pretty, pretty yeah. good one. Let's get his mixtape and just borrow it. <laughs> exactly. By the way, Leather has a textile strength of 128 pounds of a versus 318 mile per hour winds and F5 tornado. Therefore, they would have been shredded <laughs> and ripped <laughs> apart. <laughs> 
did someone like uh actually like do the science behind all yeah someone did the, the, well, movie, the, yeah. the leather has 128 pounds that's not enough for two full-grown adults plus the elbow in the pipe would have been like all right never mind <laughs> so no <laughs> forget it but yeah i'm going i'm just going dusty i love it yeah it's great stuff so sam i know i'm sure you got some good good jams mine would for be it. 90s jock jams Oh, jock jams? What the fuck? Guys- <gasps> you don't know I what love, jock, jams jam- jock jams is? <laughs> oh my God, Steve, tell is him. That, were those like the infomercials? It, 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 no, it's like, the, it's like mm-hmm. the songs they play at sports events. Like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, to get you hyped, you know, in the middle of the game. Yes. Um, it's, like, it's like, uh, yeah, like Wheel Rocky was a jock jam. Uh, Tootsie uh, Roll mach- was a jock jam. And there's yeah. like machine, all these- machine Head? That's always a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that. That's what it was. It, it was like a series of CDs and uh, cassettes in the nineties. Mm-hmm. All right. And I used to listen to the first volume. It's like this orange one. I don't know why. It just I had like a sports jock face in high school. So jock jams was. Uh, I always made up dances to them. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Uh, oh God, I forget. I think it was uh, NFL. Uh, like four or five years ago, there was like a massive hurricane in Florida. And the I think it was like the Cardinals played the Dolphins and they played Here I Am Rock You Like a Hurricane like during the game or whatever. And they had to like issue an apology because they were playing yeah. the Florida team. <laughs> too early. <laughs> yeah, too soon, apparently. Uh, for me, I think I'd go either uh, hard rock or hard rap. Uh, you know, I just that's both my like kind of kick ass. It'd be I guess it'd be the same as workout music in the end. So that's the two genres that I tend to straight tooth um all right and chuck's last question last but certainly not least green eggs and sam the meal they eat's pretty epic but what's our food pairing um i don't know i'm gonna have to say like the all the food that they had that morning i don't know i didn't really prepare for this steak and eggs steak and eggs it is <laughs> with white gravy mm. And French fries. Okay. Oh, speaking of French fries, I made French toast for the first time mm. last week. How did it turn out? How was it, Joe? It was delicious. Get some powdered sugar on there too? Yes. Very good. And Steve's yeah. maple syrup. Nice. You have some <laughs> cinnamon in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That maple syrup's like two years old, but you know, it's like yeah, delicious. It was, never, it was never opened though. <laughs> it wasn't, no. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't matter, fool. All right. I didn't know if there's a expiration date on maple syrup. I wouldn't think there would be, but there's not much in there that could go bad. But pretty much everything has an expiration date, I think. All right. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Chuck, for the uh, questions and the audio questions. I, I love the audio questions, so that's always a fun time. And if you guys want to send us audio questions, just uh, send me a DM with your question, and I'll stick it in the episode. So, uh, I, I like the interaction in that matter. Uh, next question is from Weezerface. What natural disaster scares you the most? Well, I, I'm i sure Sam can answer this the best because I know she's actually been involved in like tornadoes. I've never really had the experience of like being involved in any sort of natural disaster. Um, but I, I would think a tornado would probably scare me the most. It just seems pretty terrifying. How close have you been, Sam? The one. Um, when I was a kid, it like hit our neighborhood. Freaky, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And it like destroyed a lot of the houses. Jeez. 
I would say besides tornadoes, I always think about like a blizzard. Um, cause like if the snow just doesn't stop and it keeps going, especially here in Massachusetts, cause everything's old as shit. The elect, the electrical power goes out with a little gust of wind, whole town shuts down, can't drive anywhere. What if you just freeze to death in your apartment? Whereas with a tornado, you can kind of take cover and maybe you can drive away from it and it only lasts a while. Good thing you have a thousand blankets just behind you in one photo. So it's like <laughs> okay. You should see the laundry room. Oh boy. Um, I don't know. I haven't like actually had a tornado land, but we've had numerous like, oh shit, the storm is going to produce tornado kind of thing, you know, where it's all lightning and all that shit, winds and things like that. Knocked down my tree last year, which sucked. Um, been doing a lot of earthquakes, and those aren't really scary. I guess because you, you just grow up with them, they're not scary. Um, I think like a fort, like a massive fire would suck because like they go super yeah. fast, like faster than people would think. Yeah. And like if you can't get away, like you're kind of fucked. So. Yeah. Some of those videos from like the California wildfires oh, from a boy. couple of years, it was like terrifying. It looked like like hell on earth. Yeah, was, seriously. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like uh, wildfires, like even if the fire isn't even that close to you, the smoke is going to just mm-hmm. be an absolute killer. You know, uh, there's really no getting away from it. You know, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Like when you watch those videos of you know California burning and stuff, it's just terrifying. You know, it's just mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, I, so can yeah, Im- so- I, I can imagine a volcano eruption would be quite terrifying as well. I mean, Dante's Peak. Thankfully, you know, they don't some- happen too often, but uh, no. at least in you know uh, populated areas. But yeah, that would yeah, Dante's Peak was very terrifying. <laughs> more so, than, yeah. more so than volcano. I think volcano seemed a little fake, but Dante's Jeez. Peak was uh, yeah, was legit. Well, I mean, asteroid too would suck because that's like basically a nuclear weapon <laughs> destroying yeah. Earth. Yeah, the, the, it's the anticipation of the asteroid, right? Because you know, yeah. there's nothing you can do, you know, unless Bruce Willis decides to suit up. <laughs> hey, don't, don't sell up Ben Affleck. Don't undersell him. Oh, He's yeah. there too. He was there. <laughs> I, it's so stupid. Like, I know we talked about this before, but like, they can't train astronauts to be miners, but they can train them to be <laughs> astronauts. It's like, yeah. shut up. No, but they, they know, you know, That's they know, they, know they got, they got the feel. Yeah. <laughs> they know, Todd. Were you a Deep Impact guy or an Armageddon guy? Armageddon all day. Armageddon. I, I like Deep Impact. It, yeah. it was like it's just it's more realistic you know like a lot of people actually died deep in the and <laughs> you know the the crew dies the the space spoiler uh the spaceship crew what dies. yeah <laughs> that guy uh, gets blinded and he just had a kid i'm like oh yeah, man. exactly it was, it was very sad <laughs> deep impact yeah so that that was definitely my favorite one of those two sam i want to say were you a deep impact girl or armageddon probably armageddon right because they had ben he was the heartthrob um neither i don't even know neither deep impact uh, elijah wood and lily oh. sobieski joyride yeah and who was the president of black president that morgan freeman it's morgan freeman yeah <laughs> so. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna say neither wow i don't think i was paying attention to those <laughs> movies i feel like armageddon would be right up your alley you'd like armageddon great i cast. mean i've seen it but you can't go. I mean, Steve Buscemi is just. That's it. We're watching it next week. <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, that's right. We're just, we're just gonna eventually like to make, make her make her way into just being a normal like non horror yeah. podcast. You know? 
We'll ease him into it slowly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, actually, speaking of natural disasters, horror fan Ryan asks, have any of you been in a natural disaster? Uh, I've been in a couple. What about you guys? What, Steve? Uh, so I so I had a tornado once hit very, very close. Uh, so much so, there was someone at my house, is my uh, wife's cousin, and uh, she's like looking out the window, and she's like, uh, your fence just blew off. <laughs> I'm like, what? And I look, and sure enough, like, so the tornado, like the funnel didn't hit where I was, but the winds from around where it hit, which was not that far from me, uh, that the like knocked down my fence, essentially. Uh, so that that sucked. And the other tornado story I have is so I, we get a lot of tornado warnings because I live in a valley and but like they never pan out to anything usually. And it becomes almost because we get like an automated system you know, on our phones and stuff that tell you that there's a tornado warning and it happens so much that you kind of stop believing it. You know, you're like, eh. <laughs> so I was shopping, uh, I was doing groceries and I get a tornado warning and it's like, okay, great. And I, I go and I walk outside and I see the funnel. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, that's like near really close to my house. Um, and I took pictures. I, I probably sent it to you guys when it happened. It was like two, three years ago. Uh, it's been a while, but um, yeah, and it was scary. You know, uh, thankfully it, it kind of skidded because I'm near uh, the river and it kind of just skidded around the river. So it didn't actually go into the neighborhood so much um but it was scary like it's just what do you do you know uh and the other one is more akin to what sam was talking about i uh i went through a really crazy ice storm in 98 um for people who don't know what that is is it started raining like crazy at a below um freezing temperature so everything everything turned to ice and the problem with that is all the power lines went down because the ice was so heavy that it took down all of our power towers. So we spend weeks without electricity in the middle of a minus 30 uh, degree weather. Uh, it was insane. Like I'll, I'll, I'll put a few pictures in the discord. Like it was absolutely madness. Like I'll never forget it. You know, no one I knew had power. Uh, you run out of food really quick and you, you know, people weren't ready for it. And no one had generators. Uh, you know, so people went like they, people who didn't know each other in the neighborhood would go to the person's house that had a fireplace. You know, it was, uh, it was nuts. It was just, you know, I, I had to drive, well, not me, I, I was a teen, but we, we had to drive to my grandparents' house because they had a fire stove. It was like an hour and a half away. It's just, and I had to stay there for a few weeks because of that. It's, it's crazy. You don't think it's like that being a big issue because you never hear of ice storms, but when they hit, they hit hard. Yeah. Was that in the nineties? In that 98. Uh, it, yeah. it, it hit the, top of the u.s as well we got hit the worst yeah. because i guess just where it was but yeah it was, it was bad for mm -hmm. a while there yeah I, I vaguely remember that i was kind of young but i do remember that being a big deal um yeah, yeah I, ne I never dealt with really much here i mean just like blizzards and i mean we maybe had like a category one hurricane once but it was never anything like major not like you were especially and sam yeah i'll never forget uh, <laughs> the day that we got that the ice storm started and we lost power um you can at least have your uh, hot water tank reserve you know so you had hot water for a few days yeah. the first the first thing i did when the power went off is i took a super hot shower <laughs> you bastard thinking of yourself and i took the so whole selfish the, i took the whole water reserve <laughs> <laughs> 
Steve. I didn't know it was going to be that bad, you know? <laughs> like, I thought we'd lose power for a couple hours. My dad was so Gosh. pissed. It was, it was great. <laughs> like, all right, well, at least we have hot water, guys. Guys? <laughs> God he damn comes it. out of the shower with all the fucking steam. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, like, there's nothing worse than taking a cold shower either. <laughs> oh my god! Don't even talk to me about taking a cold shower, Joe. Every time there's been some like something has happened where the water heater's not on, like I'm just like, all right, move along. Let me take a shower. So I'll take a shower in the fucking cold ass water, and then like when Joe's turn is to take a shower he's like hey did you get any cold water and i'm or did you get any hot water i'm like no i just took a cold shower whatever and he's like well i'm gonna wait until it gets hot and it's like anytime he wants to take a shower the hot water is back on and i'm like god damn it steve is really cracking up Steve's, over this he's gonna text his dad and be like hey remember <laughs> that one time sorry <laughs> oh my god those laps were the 20 years later laps. sorry dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry it's so I'm thinking of that scene in uh, This Is The End where they're hoarding food and the guy like wakes up and makes all the breakfast, the biggest breakfast ever with all the food. I love that know? movie so much. That's one of my favorite movies. That's basically what I did to my family, but with the, <laughs> with the hot water. That's a good, that's a good movie. Oh yeah, my God. Channing Tate Young. Yeah. My poor that's dad. So funny. <laughs> you should message him later. <laughs> right. Remember in uh, 98 when I took that really hot shower and took all the hot water for the biggest disaster in our lifetime? Yeah, that's, I'm sorry about that. Uh, all right. So next question is from uh, Cody, Hotjobbers007. One of my favorite movie theater experiences was seeing Twister during a thunderstorm. <laughs> when you lose it, you lose it. Uh, seeing Twister during a thunderstorm slash tornado warning. <laughs> sorry. Been a weird right there but <laughs> take a minute he deserves a good laugh yeah all right <laughs> i'll ask the second question because it's shorter <laughs> <laughs> steve i can't <laughs> i'm just picturing you like <laughs> you left <laughs> i'm just picturing him like in a white towel and like his skin's beat red and he's yeah. just sweating from how hot this shower like, is crack a window guys meanwhile his family's like freezing to death out in the living room have you ever guys have you guys ever been in an earthquake before no, no i could imagine like that'd be scary ones, yeah nothing crazy me and my sister would always uh, make fun of my mom saying like we're not gonna get hurt in the earthquake we'll get hurt from my my mom's response to the earthquake because oh, no. she fucking <laughs> you know when earthquakes happening because we like you sleep through them eventually but my mom would fucking ah, like get up and fucking drag your ass by your collar out of your bed. You'd be stubbing your toe and shit. It's <laughs> oh uh, hilarious. No, but there's a giant one. And I think it was 94. Um, I was like six or seven or so where like Northridge one, it was like the biggest one ever in like a populated area. It was like right outside of Los Angeles, so about an hour from my house. And um, yeah, it fucking collapsed like freeways and everything. It was crazy. <laughs> Steve's still going. Yeah. Mom did, but <laughs> Jeez. you need to call your dad. Yeah. Oh my god, my uh, eyes are watering. Like we broke Steve. Steve. Finally broke him, huh? <laughs> broke himself. Oh shit! Oh man! <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking done. <laughs> oh my god. 
Uh, All right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. You would think I'm high or something. Like, what the yeah. fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I from going. I can't. Like, I just can't. You guys gonna have to finish the questions. It's on the Discord. I just can't right now. Um, okay, question from Cody. Favorite Bill Paxton movie? See? Oh, I can't. I like it. <laughs> oh you, fucking, you need to go like take a walk or something. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Can you guys read the, the questions yeah. as of Odd Job versus 007? Yeah. yeah. Hold you got on. Him? I, can... I got him. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, from Odd Job 007, because if you guys are listening, Steve has lost his mind and cannot stop <laughs> laughing about how he took all the hot water in a. Uh, natural <laughs> super bad event or whatever. Odd job. One of my favorite movie theater experiences was seeing Twister during a thunderstorm tornado warning. You could hear it raging outside during the movie. Has anyone ever in the squad had a similar experience? I guess watching a movie while there was a, a thing going on. Sam? Ooh, I have. I feel like later on in life, anytime there was a tornado going on in Wichita, it was always when I was at the movie theater. So we would just draw, like we had to leave and we would just always drive the opposite direction that it was at. And it was like scary. Like I've, everyone's driving crazy. I'm like, are we going to make it? I mean, I'm sure we were fine, but it's, I don't know. It's like, you're not prepared. It's like the pets are at home. What do you do? How, how many alerts did you get a year, do you think, average? Oh, my gosh. Um, probably, we, we, like, one every few weeks. Oh, dang, that much? Mm-hmm. It was a lot, like, as I was younger than probably, like, the last five years that I lived there. It was probably, like, maybe, I don't know, a couple times of spring and summer season. It was always really bad in the early spring, like, when the temperature was... It could never make up its mind if it wanted to be hot or cold, you know? Um, I, yeah, I mean, I watched like Krampus in a blizzard. That was fun, <laughs> but nothing like crazy. Nothing like, insane. yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, same for me. Um, I actually, I was, re- we were recording an episode when I had a tornado warning go off. And I said, shut the fuck up. Oh, I remember yeah. that. I remember <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. that Todd split like a banana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ajab also says favorite Bill Paxton movie scene or dialogue. Ooh. He's a great actor, man. It's like taken too soon. One of those guys for sure. Uh, I got I one for that is for sure. Uh, I love him in True Lies. Fuck. Got a tiny dick. <laughs> it's pathetic. <laughs> uh, I fucking like. I, I love Bill Paxton. He's fucking amazing and everything. But his role in True Lies is probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. It's just so. Like he's so annoying, and you want to hate him, but he because it's Bill Paxton, you fucking just love him of how, how pathetic he is, and it's just it's great. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, gonna uh, go for it. Oh, go ahead. No, no go no, ahead. No. All right, I was I was gonna say that one too. That's my guess. The obvious answer is Aliens, uh, Hudson, but I'll go with something a little bit smaller. Uh, Coconut Pete, Club Dread. Yes, <laughs> he's just. Oh, he's, he's fucking good. He's That's fucking, a great movie. His song, he's just like laid. Pina, he's just great. Pina Colada Berg. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good song too. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with one, I believe made my top 10 of the decade list. Um, One that I... F- think is still super underrated and that's frailty he put uh the, he played the father in frailty and it was a great performance and i'm gonna have to say i can't think of any bill paxton come on performances besides twister He's give me some so that i might Twi- know is your favorite then yes thanks Tom. he was in uh the titanic 
He was? Uh, yeah. He's the he's guy a in, the, in the present, yeah. huh? looking yeah. for the necklace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy Rose fucks over. She's like, oh, yeah, have you found the heart of the ocean? No, I've had it. it the whole fucking time. I've been hiding it. She yeah. makes a fucking, they make, they, she gets like a free helicopter ride and plane ride out there and she fucking has it in her fucking pocket. I like the this whole animosity time. to Rose. I love it. <laughs> it's a bunch of bullshit. Move over on the fucking piece of log, Rose. Guy's Damn. been searching, guy's been searching for this thing his whole entire career and she's just hiding it. And she's like, oh yeah, have you found it yet, by the way? Like, and then she just throws it in the ocean at the end. Like, fuck Rose, man bitch fuck rose Jeez. dude I'm on, I'm on team fuck rose for sure yeah. justice for jack right we love, we love jack <laughs> and then unless you want to take him over steve he's got one more all right uh yeah i'll take it back um any special gift slash gifts everyone is hoping to receive this holiday season oh, i got my own gifts i was just telling off the air Did i you? bought a, i bought a 70 inch tv good so i'm very excited for that HD, and a sound HDR, bar. i hope um Gosh, damn it. Return it if it's not fucking the bastard 4K HDR 10. It Come is on, Joe. A, yeah, it's 4K. All right. What 4K is HDR, a- UHD. Oh, my God. This- <laughs> <laughs> it, was only, it was on sale. It was only right. 500 bucks, okay? So, I, mean, I mean, anything I like is an upgrade for us. It is, yeah. Like, I got a shitty Emerson that's, like, 10 years old. So, like, my laptop, which I bought a new laptop as well. So, it'll be coming in. Uh, but yeah, other you're, than that, you remind me of my friend that was like still using RCA cables for a PlayStation 4. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, you can get an HDMI cable, right? He's like, what? And he got one, he's like, dude, it's fucking amazing. Like, What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> Welcome to high def, Joe. That's yeah, that. thank you. Uh, but other than that, I don't know, there's nothing like I'm really eyeing this year as far I've actually like slowed down on collecting recently, too. Um, I'll get back into it eventually, I'm sure, but. Yeah, no, there's nothing out there right now that I've had like my eye on. So we'll see. Sam got something. I got Sam her Christmas present early. Oh sure, rub it in everyone's face. <laughs> it's, it's a little too early. And then rub it in my early. face because we'll do a recap of what everyone got for Christmas, and then people remember. Oh well, Joe got Sam this, but Sam only got Joe socks <laughs> and undies and a tie. That's all I need. <laughs> and a tie. Um. Well, Joe just purchased me it's a birthday and christmas gift and it's we were watching qvc like it was just on the other day and they had this little like this small treadmill and it's like it's very compact and it's like i've been i've been working on my fitness working out and stuff and i tell joe i'm like i would watch movies with you if i could literally just like walk in place or have a treadmill um so yeah he got me this little treadmill we found a similar one on amazon so hopefully it works so wish us luck it's funny because my wife was just hinting that i should ask for a treadmill for christmas i wonder why that you should ask yeah. <laughs> oh dang well After joe was like if you really day. want this and i was like all right i get it that's what I, exactly what i told her too i'm like yeah i can put it from my tv and fucking watch movies mm-hmm. gosh damn it i should know it's good as uh for gifts not i i've had i would have to like look for stuff that i would like you know there's nothing that pops mm-hmm. into my mind so i'm just saying like a couple books here and there i'll be content this year mm-hmm yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I tend to buy myself anything I want. So by the time, like, a holiday rolls around, I don't know what to ask for. Uh, but I did buy myself something on Black Friday that is pretty much the only thing I really wanted. Uh, I bought myself the entire Universal Monsters 
collection on Blu-ray, which is uh, 30 films um, ranging from like the Dracula all the way to the three Creature from the Black Lagoon movies. I just feel it's like a it's like a big hole in my horror knowledge. Like I've seen uh, the big ones a long time ago, but I haven't seen a lot of the sequels and offshoots and stuff like that. And honestly, I I told myself 2022, I'm going to plow all all through them and you know, reacquaint myself with them. So that's I w- I want you, Steve, after you go through them all, to uh, pick your favorite one, and we should review it for the show. Yeah, sounds good. Maybe yeah. more of like a obscure one, I guess. Your favorite obscure one. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say like I can yeah. tell you right now, it's you know either a Frankenstein or a Creature from the Black Lagoon or my mm-hmm. two favorite from memory. Uh, but yeah, I'll let you know which one, you know, which one we can do. Cool. Um, all right. And the last question we have this week is from our buddy Mondo. It says I need to hear about Black Friday purchases and any stories you had working through one. Looking at you in the sex store, Steve. <laughs> Does sex stores have a Black Friday too? No. Uh, <laughs> so, so, sorry nice to disappoint Mondo. Uh, at least we didn't. They didn't when I uh, had them. Uh, the, even I'd even say that it was probably like the holidays, Christmas Eve, Christmas, all throughout New Year was probably our like most dead period because <laughs> this is sad to say, but all the men who would rent or buy porn didn't like their families weren't away because they were with them, so they couldn't sneak out and buy porn. <laughs> So the time when there's holidays and stuff would often be our like, you know, kind of short period where nothing really happened. So uh, like Boxing Day and Black Friday and stuff like that typically weren't that busy. Steve, maybe, you know, what, what is the, the, the deal with like on road trips having so many sex shops off the freeway? Is that, you guys know that too, right? Uh, I, I would assume because it was the truckers. What, they're going in there to jerk off and then i assume it's because it's not like near your neighborhood or where you work and so you it's more uh, that's a good point like uh, ha- having run seven of these stores i would say it's zoning um a lot of cities mm-hmm. won't allow sex shops within a certain amount of kilometers from school from uh the you know anything like court or whatever building they decide or they don't want them at all within their city limits or they only allow one license per city limit so a lot of strip clubs and sex shops have to fit outside of those limits so they can get their license to have a have a store gotcha that's at least the what we faced now we were lucky because we usually had the only like um, license for the cities we were in so we had no competition at all until the internet <laughs> and that kind of killed us but uh yeah it was that was a i guess our that's the reason i would assume they're there but yeah i wish i had better stories honestly that's there, there's no such thing as you know a rush at least back then and, and we did movies more than products and it's just it's just normal business really i'll have to ask katie if she had a sale at her shop <laughs> right although i will say i worked at a bookstore one year uh during well, boxing day which is like our black christmas in canada and it was like fucking insane just the amount of people the line was like unheard of the only time i had seen a bigger line was when harry potter was released for the fifth book which is when i was there and it was like insane but other than that it was just like yeah because people ask questions and they expect better sales and they put books everywhere and it's just ugh, it was a mess i hate it I know Sam worked retail on Black Friday. Would you have? Was there any crazy stories, Sam? Or 
I mean, nothing in particular. I kind of blocked that time out of my brain, but it would just always be like fucking older, like bitchy white women. Like just, they would always talk about how they were spending their husband's money. And I was just like, oh, I must be fucking nice. And you said, you go girl. And you high fived. I was like. an extra little pair of undies for her. <laughs> we all know the truth. All right, Todd. Um, I worked loss prevention at retail, so it Ooh. was always crazy. Because people are fucking insane, especially when they're trying to steal, like, fucking cheap-ass shit and getting fights over it and stuff like that. But you already know those stories, Mono, because we work there together. Um, but on Black Friday, it's, like, impossible because there's, like, hundreds of people in the store and you can't watch everybody. And people are just stealing shit and breaking stuff, fucking pushing people. It's, people are so nuts. I don't go out, like, at all during yeah. the seasons. Well, I was just reading an article, actually, how, like, Black Friday this year was, like, dead. Because, like, it's just not that big of a deal anymore because like everything's online now so like they even do the black friday deals online now so it's like all week too yeah exactly so like people just aren't going out which i think is great like because uh, like i i used to actually enjoy the chaos when i was younger i used to go out when i was like 21 22 i was like oh this is great like i just watching everyone go fucking insane but like now i'm like oh fuck that i was like i'd rather spend the 400 extra dollars and just not deal with it but i'm thankful that they're they carried it over to online it's funny you know there are a lot of weird like canadian stereotypes where we're all nice and stuff and a lot of them are false to be honest but the one that is true from my experience is you watch black friday in the u.s and people like fucking rush to store like they're running away from zombies but having been to like well boxing days are equivalent to a boxing day event you go into the store everyone walks in gently the staff is there clapping for you as you enter the store it's like such a different experience so lame <laughs> yeah i know it's it's it's, it's odd it's just uh for, well, that's from everything a little bit to the max here right, right. You know that. <laughs> yeah but i didn't see anything too crazy this year but like you said i mean with online and everything uh yeah and it's like it's like black friday week and i'm sure at some point it'll be black friday month and you know these things just tend to extend and now cyber monday and it's just you know doesn't make sense anymore to go through that for you know towels on sale or whatever shit people fight over it's always the weirdest stuff dude tvs and like the weird like towels or toilet paper it's strange times or the hot toy i remember my dad got knocked over uh uh tickle me elmo like oh, when tickle God. me elmo was huge my dad got like knocked over and like thrown into a display it was like something out of like uh, uh all the way, the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that was dad probably... come up swinging <laughs> terrible man <laughs> that's got to be probably the hottest like toy one year right like in my yeah. existence that i can remember where people actually fought each other for it tickling me elmo was probably the biggest yeah. one furby was pretty big too i don't know i feel like furby was any like, babies pretty, too were pretty be, good. yeah yeah tickle me elmo was probably the biggest so i do agree with you furby with uh, i would say furby was a close second those are like the two biggest i can remember yeah i had see. a furby and did any of you guys have a furby i had a furby they're fucking <laughs> possessed by the devil dude it'd be like two in the morning like <laughs> no play with me <laughs> I, I was thankfully too old for both for vienna tickle and tickle me all i was like in like, <laughs> late high school so <laughs> it would have been weird my my dad got ended up getting that tickle me all with two for my niece i remember and like she like didn't give a shit about it honestly <laughs> like oh great <laughs> classic kid stuff dude. yeah <laughs> there's still stuff like that it's just now you mostly hunt for it online uh, yeah i know last year i was trying to get my niece a, a something called a hatchimal where mm. it's like an oh, egg oh yeah we have a shit ton of those here man shit's on me yeah well then, <laughs> now there are like they're everywhere but i think it was last year or two years ago it was two years ago it was like insane like you couldn't find them anywhere it was just 
one of those things, I guess. Uh, all right, so thank you everyone for the questions. Sorry for the uh, little craziness in the middle there. Uh, it seems I need a coffee and what better way to get a coffee than with Deadly Grounds Coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Alright, what watched? Yes, sir. Sam and I actually watched a lot of movies uh, this weekend. Um, so we'll save some for next week, too, because, you know, Thanksgiving hangover, you just kind of sit on the couch and watch movies all weekend. It's it's, be- it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so the first one we watched is the new, is a 2021 release, one of the newest from A24, and uh, that would be Lamb. Uh, I had a... Uh, uh, pretty big i wouldn't say big expectations but i was like a little hyped for this one obviously because it's a24 and a movie about a half lamb half human hybrid was just interesting enough as it is but yeah so uh this one is uh set in iceland um beautiful uh landscaping throughout like the entire movie um but yeah so it, it is a foreign horror film uh and yeah i mean basically like what you've seen if you've seen the trailers like it's basically what you get out of this movie. Um, basically, the movie opens where something uh, that we don't see goes into a uh, barn and kind of attacks like a herd of lamb or whatever. Flash forward, we follow this couple who um, we find we come to find out has lost their daughter um, and they're dealing with uh, the grief of that when all of a sudden, one day a lamb gives birth to a half human half lamb hybrid and they end up just taking care of it and treat it like their own child is kind of a you know i guess like a support system for themselves like dealing with the grief of their child they're kind of replacing her with this half lamb half human child and yeah i mean we and you know we follow them raising her and dealing with that and I mean, that's basically the whole movie um, up until the ending where we get a twist, which obviously I will not give away. Um, but yeah, overall, I I enjoyed this one. Uh, I could definitely see a lot of people not liking this one because it is slow. It, it's a slow, it, it's a slow mover for sure. Um, there's not like a lot of dialogue in it too. I would say you probably, we probably go the first 25 minutes of this movie without an ounce of dialogue. Um, but it, I mean, it's beautiful to look at. It's very well acted and I will not forget this movie for a while. Like the ending, like I audibly like said, and you, Sam was with me. Like I audibly was like, what the fuck? And like, I don't do that often when I watch movies, but that this movie made me say it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it will probably make my top 10. It'll be towards the bottom of my top 10, but I, it, it was memorable and yeah, overall, I dug it. It was all right. <laughs> I mean, will I forget about it? No, because it's about a fucking child who's half human and half lamb. Was she adorable? Yes. The lamb part of her was. 
Um, but yeah, I agree with Joe. Like the acting was good. I spoiled it for myself though. Cause I, did I spoil that one for myself or was it the other one we watched? No, you did. Cause you said you were scared. You were afraid. Yeah, I was scared. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I thought it was going to be like anim- animal, like sexual abuse. And so I wanted to make sure that that's not what I was watching. Um, but even with me spoiling it for myself, I was still able to watch the movie. How uh, horror is it? I know I heard that some people think it's not really horror. Like, what do you think? Yeah. Go ahead, Sam. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like, what is horror? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like it's kind of like a. It could be what, like a black magic or saint Satanism satanic movie but it's you it's like barely dipping your big toe in a puddle of water it's like nothing yeah um the horror doesn't come in until really the end of the movie so you know it's really mainly a drama but the ending gets batshit crazy and that's you know it's not a lot of horror i mean maybe you get like five minutes of horror in the whole movie um it's more like folklore really like you know like a folk tale um more than anything but i I think you know there's enough there because like what are you going to categorize it as because it's such like a bizarre movie that borderline i guess you could say but i think there's enough in there to call it a horror movie yeah i was hoping it'd be like a dark and a wicked type movie but it doesn't sound yeah no it's not no (laughs) that's too bad uh all right todd what have you been watching if anything because i know you were on vacation so we did uh, two family classics from 1993, The Sandlot and Miss Doubtfire. Amazing yes. films in their own regard. Miss Doubtfire is amazing. Robert Williams, amazing. Rest in peace. Sandlot's fucking, I mean, coming of age tale, perfect. Miss Doubtfire is just like, got a lot of layers to it. It's amazing. But horror related, uh, I watched one today called Dead Space, not related to the movie, uh, not related to the video game, sorry. This one's from 1991. It has an amazing awesome poster if you look it up dead space looks cool it's a skeleton and an astronaut um like space suit or whatever over on tubi and yeah this is not a straight aliens ripoff uh brian cranston plays a really young scientist in it it's got to be one of the first roles he's so young in it but they're doing some like i don't know bacterial virus thingy my bobber on a space station and it, of course it gets out this uh pilot slash soldier i don't even know what the fuck he is comes with a robot to help them because they send a distress signal and then i have so boring i just lost interest in it it's a super short movie too but i was like i don't even care anymore it's like one of those sam folding laundry movies um i did like the creature it's all practical brian cranston it's cool seeing him in a younger role um but other than that like the poster is the best thing in this movie so dead space 1991 and uh of course i talked about the exorcist earlier the book it's amazing i cannot wait to rewatch the movie because I'm really into the exercise right now. So maybe we should consider watching that one of these days, but that's all I got. I agree with you on dead space. Uh, I had it on my what watch like a year ago and it's just, oh, it's just kind, of, kind of the same thing. Like it just uh, cool poster yeah. though. Well, I got sold on the fucking poster. You know? like, <laughs> that poster's not in the movie though. <laughs> no, no, but that's, that's, that's typical. I saw it on Tubi. That's typical yeah. Tubi, you know, yeah. uh, just, you can't <laughs> judge a, <laughs> judge a movie by its Tubi cover. That's for sure. Uh, so my first one this week, is a movie, of course, 2021, because I'm still going for my 100, uh, is a movie on Shudder called The Strings. So this one is about a girl who goes to a uh, cabin in Quebec, and uh, she wants to, like, 
explore her music and she wants to release an experimental music album so she goes to this secluded cabin and uh, just kind of you know messes around with her music and just lives in this really like desolate uh winter landscape uh on her own uh and then there's this strange male figure that starts kind of haunting her um at first she sees it from a like really far distance and throughout the movie it starts getting closer and closer to her until something happens this movie's like an hour 20 minutes but really is 10 minutes 10 minutes long of actual movie and uh, an hour of 10 minutes of just a girl doing normal things in the house uh like you see her go through five complete sets of her music and it's experimental music like where she takes a sound in the room and starts like slowly manipulating this the noise and then she brings in like a small beat and then she starts like humming into the microphone and it goes on and on and on then you get to watch her do the dishes for a little while and then you watch her take a cigarette break then you watch her take a shower and then you watch her take (laughs) like a nap it's so back up to the shower i'm just kidding (laughs) uh it's so fucking boring (laughs) like it just drags on and on and on uh the 10 minutes where it's actually horror are actually not bad and for that, I kind of appreciated it. Uh, I liked how isolated uh, it, the whole movie felt. It reminded me a little bit of a movie I talked about maybe a month ago called Devil's Island, where it was also about a girl uh, living alone in like a house, except she was on a little island in a thousand islands, whereas this girl is in just a cabin in the wilderness. Like she's just like a town around her, like a small town, but no one lives there for some reason. You don't see anyone else. It's so strange. Uh, yeah, it's. I wouldn't recommend it. Honestly, it's too boring. There's too much of her just doing nothing. It's very artsy, but it is well shot. The horror in it is pretty good. And uh, yeah, that's it. So it just came out like a couple days ago and it's on Shutter. That's the strings. Sam, which one do you want to talk about? We got three. Um, we got there's someone inside your house, paranormal activity next to kin or don't breathe too. And we'll save the other two for next week. Um, do don't breathe. All right. Don't breathe too. Um, so don't breathe too is a direct sequel um, from the original don't breathe, which was a pretty successful horror movie. I would say it was met with quite a lot of fanfare. So they decided to make a sequel. So in this one, we um, follow uh, the blind man who is now basically our our main character in this one. Um, he has um, basically been in hiding for the past eight years after the events of the first movie um, where he is now taking care of a little girl. And I really I won't really explain how he obtains this little girl. Um, but because, uh, you know, out of spoilers, but. Basically, what happens is is um, these criminals end up breaking into his house um, now, and basically the tables have turned, sort of, I guess, where he is the good guy, sort of, and now you know he has to fight um, these new criminals um, from, you know not really taking over the house. They have an agenda, but I don't want to get into it um, if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, overall, I found this movie completely unnecessary. Like it, it just rehashed a lot of stuff from the first movie. Um, and just like a really odd choice, um, making like the blind man sort of the 
protagonist. I mean, he's he's really more of an anti-hero, I guess I would call him in this one. Because, you know, he he admits that he wasn't, he's not a good guy and stuff. But it's just like a really weird choice, like kind of making him the the focal point of the movie. And at times making him a um, sympathetic character after all the fucked up shit, you know, he did uh, in the last movie. Um, but yeah, I just there was not much new here now with that being said there was some good stuff here like i really thought there was some really great kills there was some good gore um but overall not something i would watch again and uh you know middle of the road it wasn't the worst thing i watched this year but disappointing and i for the most part agree with joe no i fool i fully agree with him yeah, I was just kind of confused because I was like, all right, they want us to root for this guy. Like, how can I? And then they try to pull on my heartstrings by making him a great dog owner. And I'm like, I see what you're doing here. It's not going to work with me, sir. Have either one of you guys seen it, Todd or Steve? Yeah, I watched it a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree with you. And uh, <laughs> it's just, it's got some stupid ass moments, too. It's like you're you're supposed kind of supposed to feel bad for the uh the the gang too at one point but like at the beginning they brutally murder a good character the only good character besides the girl in this movie in the in the van he beats her over the head multiple times i'm like yeah who's good in this like nobody except the little girl obviously but uh yeah that movie's just fucking like stop stop at one it's done and then at the end he's like i'm a rapist and a murderer I'm like yeah what where are we where are we like what what are we going for in this scene? Like, right. Weird. It is really weird. And like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know why they decided like who decided this was like a good script for the second movie. Cause like, I'm assuming they couldn't get that girl back or something like that from the first movie. Cause like the better movie would have been like him stalking her and going after her. And like, she is like the girl we like, we should have been following her. Like, and like, you know, or she comes all, back to his house to get revenge. Yeah, something like that. That would have been the better movie here. Whereas like this movie, I was like, is this a sequel? Because like I was like confused for a long part of this movie. And then fine. And it, it takes a while because I'm like, OK, like, where is he? Like, where the fuck did this girl come from? They don't explain it until about 45 minutes to an hour into this movie. And then like stuff starts to make sense. But like, it's just it's it's really weird. All right, but also besides like the character in the movie, the actor who plays the blind man. He's great. Hubba hubba, he's, <laughs> how old is he, Joe? 79 years old? He's Stupid old, 70-something like, anyway. 70-something, yeah. 70 and I'm well. like, damn, yeah. babe, look at you. <laughs> you should watch him in Avatar then, Sam. You might oh, he's an a Avatar? girl boner from that, yeah. Yeah, he's like the main villain in it. Yeah, he's oh. like this military dude. Mm-hmm. Hmm. He's coming back for the sequels, I assume. Or yes. Did he die? No, I fucking couldn't remember. Him. Yeah, but will I be able to tell it's him in Avatar? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. He's 69, by the way. Oh, 69. 69. That's crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, Hot. I mean, he, I mean, he's great. I mean, he's a great actor. He's he's good in this movie, but mm -hmm. he just it's, just the just the, the script weird. is not. Yeah, the script isn't good here. Oh, do you got anything else? Okay. Uh, so my last movie this week is another 2021 film this one you can find over on tubi and it's a movie called like dogs um so this one i had written on my list of things to watch and i didn't remember why but then like a minute into the movie i saw who directed it 
And it was somebody from Geek Legacy, which is a podcast I've been following for like a decade. And when I do that, that Don't Be Crazy podcast, that's an offshoot of that podcast. And he wrote and directed it. And I totally forgot about it. So I was like, oh, shit, cool. Um, so this one is about a girl who wakes up in like almost kind of a cage type structure with a collar on. And uh, she's, she doesn't know what, she, what to do. She's tied to the wall. And uh, these like mysterious people start feeding her like meat in a platter on the floor and giving her like a water bowl. And then you come to find out that they're basically treating her like a dog uh, in a kennel. And uh, that's a scientist are kind of trying to get her to do stuff. And when she doesn't comply, they shock her collar, which, you know, makes her obey and stuff. And later on, they introduce like a male who's also being treated like a dog. And he's like a few cages down so they can talk to each other. And then they each time they get knocked out, they're like closer to each other. It's almost like they're introducing each other. And it be, it's like this whole experimental film about uh, how humans would react if they're treated like dogs in a kennel. And it's a really interesting concept. And I will say it takes a lot of twists and turns that I did not expect um and maybe a few too many if you ask me like the movie goes in one way and it goes another way and it goes back to the way it was and then to a whole other way and maybe there are just too many things going on at once but the concept is interesting it's, it's a very low budget film but as far as low budget films go I thought it was a it was pretty good it was interesting uh the characters were the, the people like being held as dogs were believable. The scientists a little less so. This seems to me like a university project because everyone's like pretty young, except for one character. You know, it's like the scientists are a little too young to be believable, but they kind of explain the story. Anyway, it's just like, it's what I call low budget, like, you know, trying to make things work with the budget that you have and the actors that you have. But overall, I think it's worth a watch. You know, nothing I'd like go out of my way to go check out. But, and I might be a little biased because, you know, it's, like I said, I've been following Geek Legacy for a long time. But as far as like 2B low budget films go, I think this is one of the better ones I've seen recently. So that's called Like Dogs. Put it on my watch list. Trivia? Is that it? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get some trivia questions out. I'm trying to find like, you said that was on Tubi? Uh, I saw it on Tubi. Uh, I think it's also on Yeah, it's Prime. on Tubi. Yeah. I see it. Must love dogs. What is what? isn't that like <laughs> Julia Roberts or something? Marley <laughs> and me. Marley and me. Old yeah. yeller. <laughs> and no actual dogs in the movie. So air airbud. <laughs> All right. Trivia. This is game number 46. The record is as follows. Todd, myself, and lead with 112. Steve second place 109. Joe third place 106. Sam 75. I'm gonna lead off. I feel like I, you know, I get a little warm up when I start. Is everyone ready? Yes. All right, this is from Miss Kayla, who all of my questions are from Kayla tonight. Thank you very much. In the movie Frogs, if you haven't seen it, it doesn't matter because you don't need to have seen it to get this answer right. In the movie Frogs, how many toads and frogs were purchased during the film? Uh, closest wins. 500. 500. Which, don't we need to see it? Because, like, there's it's, so it, no, we don't. Frogs. There's a lot of frogs. frogs. It's killer, killer frogs. frogs. Multiple frogs, killer frogs. A lot of all frogs. Right. 23. 23. I'm going to go like 700. Oh. It's all right. 600. That means it's, it's 600, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, right in the middle. It, yeah, who gets it then? Double points. Fuck no, you don't get double points. I'm going to come up with something else. New question. Got rock, paper, scissors for it. 
What? <laughs> I think the, the lag would uh, ruin that. That's true. Um, Ask us a twister question as a tiebreaker. Twister question. All right. Oh. All right. Let me pull it up. Okay. Think fast, everybody. Twister. What is the name of the contraption they use to try to hunt twisters with? Dorothy. Fucking Joe, you gotta be quicker than that. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> all right, I'll go next then. All right. My questions are also all from Kayla. So thank you very much, Kayla, for the questions. Uh, tagline, <sighs> your favorite. It doesn't think, it doesn't feel, it doesn't give up. What the fuck is that? The thing. That's a good. That's a good guess. Uh, it fo- it follows. That's correct. Oh, it follows. Ah. Is, oh, wait, it follows. Yeah, it is. Hey. It follows. My ooh, nice. Okay. nice. Fuck that. Movie. All right. <laughs> hey, that, that was a one that a lot of people either loved or hated. Yeah, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Which one? Oh, it follows. it follows. I gotta rewatch. I gotta rewatch it. That's All right. Way. How many stomach crunches does Patrick Bateman do every morning? Six hundred. Six hundred on the board. Three hundred. Three hundred. I'll go more than me. Let's just say that. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so four fifty. Six hundred is the winner. The correct Ooh, answer is a thousand. Oh, Dang. Oh. Really? Wash, washboard yeah. abs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can do wow. about 30. <laughs> I'm, almost, I'm almost there. <laughs> All right, Sammy. Samsonite. All right. These trivia questions also come from Kayla. Hopefully, they don't sound familiar to talk. <laughs> I'm not saying anything this time. <laughs> You're a brat. Alrighty. Okay. Um, the Fly remake in 1986 was a remake of a movie with the same name released in what year? Fifty-eight. Fifty-four. Nineteen. Yeah, fifty-eight, fifty-four, and fifty-five. Okay. Steve gets a point for 1958. No, I gotta That's say, right. it's probably my fourth The Fly point this year, so. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, there's Be Afraid. <laughs> There's a, yeah, there's a few of them that keep coming, popping up. Love it. All right. Kayla has uh, brought a name the character oh. question. Oh, Christ. What is the name of the lead character in The Babadook? Mm. Uh, it's, the the it's, mom. It's the, Sarah. I was going to say The Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Sam? Sarah. Sarah and The Babadook are on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Carrie, Julie, Carrie, and Julie. The answer is Amelia, nice. which uh, saw that movie once, and that was enough. <laughs> yeah. A fucking kid, man. A kid, man. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Props to him. He did a great job being annoying. Yeah, just like Joffrey from Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right. Which Donald Sutherland slash Sissy Spacek ghost film was released in 2006? Oh shit. Oh, uh, fuck. I, I've seen this movie. Can you repeat the question, Steve? Sure. An American ghost story. Uh, a classic close. ghost story. I know. You're, 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 you're very close. <laughs> uh, An American haunting. Uh, that sounds close. right. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, missing some, you're missing some words in there. America scream. No. Um, Todd was really close. Joe was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? 
the American haunting. No, you're missing a word. Oh, the American Cla- haunting in, in, in. Cla- classic American haunting. <laughs> you guys are sick. An American haunting. What the? F- I'm missing one word. You're missing a word. Yeah, somewhere. In um, in American haunting. Fuck, I don't know. In American haunting. Uh, Anything else added? It sounds like it'd be weird. <laughs> All right, you guys give up? Yeah. yeah. I guess. It's an American horror haunting. Oh, that's ah. lame. That's a lame <laughs> that title. Is, that is lame. American Haunting sounds better. I bet that movie sucked ass, too. I don't remember it being good, yeah. American, American Haunting probably haunting. existed already. No, I'm sure. Yeah. Let's add horror to it. That'll make it edgy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. In Child's Play 3, what is the name of the school Andy attends? Is it something like horror-related? Shit. No. Military Academy. Um... <sighs> favorite one let's go mancini military academy okay oh that's a good really? one no oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like you got it right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or at least i was on the right um, <laughs> i i don't know darn. Darn, darn, darn. all right sam you give up no i give up okay uh the correct answer is kent military school oh Fuck. yeah so easy it's <laughs> a good one man i love that movie that's yeah, a good one. Sam? All righty. Next question is, what is the name of the isolated island upon which the Wicker Man is set? I was going to say Shutter Island, but it's not it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I haven't seen I just, Wicker Man in a long time. I just rewatched it a couple of years ago, but I still don't remember. I don't like that movie. Oh, you don't like not, it? Not a fan. It's, it's, no. a, bit, it's a bit slow. You get going. Um, Newfoundland. <laughs> Newfoundland? No, it's not. <laughs> Greece. I don't know. I don't know. Island. Island. <laughs> You're missing be... a word, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, ready? This is it would be island. Summer Isle. I said that. Oh, wait. <laughs> I said that. I said it. Summer <laughs> Isle. All right. Question number three from Kayla. At the end of the movie Poltergeist, the original one, what did the dad move outside of the motel room? The TV. Correct, Joseph. Yeah, it. Good job, Joe. And you guys said the remake sucked ass? Yeah. Terrible. Like, really terrible. Like, terrible? Oh, well. Terrible. It's not, not good. All right. Well, I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> All right. In I Know What You Did Last Summer, oh, no. what is the name of the man the teens think they killed? Fucking Davy Crockett. Big deep sound. Ben Senior. Yep, I'll take it. <laughs> Wait, who? She said Ben Senior. It's it's Ben Willis, but that's accurate as well. So I thought it was David Egan. Nope. Ben Willis. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Kayla is never wrong. <laughs> good, good but job, I Sam. thought wait, I thought she says in the movie his name was David Egan, like like That's in, the like, guy who killed himself, who jumped off the cliff. Right. That's then, who they thought they killed. No, they thought they killed the dad. Okay, yeah. Kayla. All right. Gonna, well, Kayla, Kayla's gonna fire Kayla back. submitted the question, so sorry. Controversy. All I like right. it. What would Joe know? He's only seen <laughs> I know what you did last summer like once. All right, my turn. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, it's Joe, no, Joe. First. Fine. Oh, I got one more. He's googling, fucking I, he's googling the movie. He is. <laughs> well, sorry. Okay. Caleb supp- supplied that answer. So, 
well, hey, I'll, yeah, it's okay. What are the zombies called? <laughs> Give in me my point. 68 film, Night of the Living Dead. Ghouls. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Todd. Thank you. All right, Sam. Steve had that one if I wasn't. I did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a deep cut. You guys Oof, ready? Like this. How should I do it? Should I do it as a tagline or should I say, guess what movie I am? Guess well, I like what guess movie what I am. Movies. Yeah, we've, we've, we right. do a lot of taglines. So. All right. Well, I'm going to add the tagline in there. Okay. Okay. All righty. So I came out in 1996. Twister. This is what I'm about. Not be fucking twister. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm about. Okay, hang on. Okay. I star. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's windy. <laughs> That's intense. All right, listen. Okay. I star John Schneider along with Amos Crawley and with a certain heartthrob named Devin Sawa. Like idle hands. The residents of a small town come face to face with a deadly and unpredictable series of tornadoes. Final destination. Oh, Series of tornadoes. Tornadoes. In 96, Devin Sawa? This is probably the alternate to Twister that no one saw. (laughs) Twisties. Twisties, yeah. Uh, I was released on TV on a Sunday or Tuesday night. The Funnel. Is this a popular movie? Cloud. (laughs) Yes, if you're into tornado movies, you should know this one. So it came out Storm Chaser. It might be like something goofy like funnels. Though. I think you might be on the right track, Steve. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can guess anything yeah. Twister related because I don't think you guys are going to. I mean, Torn- obviously, you don't know what it is. So. F- Tornado F5. So, so what is it? I give up. It's called Night of the Twisters. Really? Yes. <laughs> it's like such a Goosebumps a- title. No, it's a fun. I remember they released this on TV and I became obsessed with it. Was it good though, or was it like? Yes, it was good. It's uh, good. good. I might even pick it for my birthday movie now. Mm-hmm. The okay. other one might get bumped down, Todd. Ooh, I don't know. Is that even available? Mistake, <laughs> Night of the Twister. I'm gonna look it up. Night yeah. of the Titty Twisters. Um, I just see it's available on Amazon to buy. So it's like a not. total ripoff of the fucking Twister <laughs> poster. You can buy it on DVD for uh, on DVD for sixty five dollars. Great. Oh, I'll you. buy them all for us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no one's watching this. <laughs> I, I don't even see it on my list of like movies. Fifty-seven ninety-six on Amazon. D- does Damn, it have a, another like alternate title? Maybe. No, Night of the Twisters. Nope. I don't see it's based it at all. Off of the book, Joe. Did you find the answer you were looking for? It's on my letterbox, Steve. That we no, 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 I was I looking at the Canadian like streaming. Oh yeah, nowhere to nowhere to see to stream. I mean, hmm. interesting. But it's probably on YouTube for free. It probably, oh, probably is on YouTube. All right, Todd, what are the scores? All right. Current standings Here, are Todd. the same. First place for myself, 115, Steve, 111, Sam, uh, Joe, 107, Sam, 76. That concludes number 46. We're coming down the wire. There's what, four episodes? Yeah. I think only three, right, where we do trivia because we don't do it in the last episode. Right. Well, it depends how close to this. Maybe we'll have to. That's true. All right. Twister? Yes. Sweet, 1996. Sweet, sweet. You come with me. Uh, you're gonna have to pronounce the director's name, Steve. Dan DeBont. Okay, that's not as hard as I thought it would be. <laughs> All right, Bill and Joe Harding, Advanced Storm Chasers, 
on the brink of divorce must join together to create an advanced weather alert system by putting themselves in the crosshairs of extremely violent tornadoes. So Bill Paxton plays um, a gentleman that's like, he's tired of the storm chasing business. You know what I mean? He wants to settle down. He's become a, uh, a nice safe weather man. He's got this new potential wife, fiance that he takes along with him to go meet his ex-wife so she can uh, sign the divorce papers. That's kind of fucked up, Bill, but we won't go there. Um, she's got her whole crew together, played by Helen Hunt. Bill Paxton was a guy. She's the leader of the crew now. They got this Dorothy thing, this experiment, experimental um, weather chasing device where they, in theory, set up the device in a tornado. It releases all these little tracking radar things. It goes in a tornado so they can start up the funnel. So he meets her basically in the middle of a storm saying, hey, Joe, you need to sign these divorce papers. I got my new wife with me. She's young and hot. Not as hot as you, though. You're a little rustic hot, but whatever. He's got this nice new truck. Everyone's like, oh, we missed you, Bill. What's going on? She's got like 12 dudes that are all cool. I feel like Seymour Hoffman's in there. The dude from People on the Stairs, I forget his name. He's in there. Um, and then, yeah, like storm chases start coming out. Tornadoes start happening. He gets sucked right back into it. No pun intended. Meanwhile, you got Kara Elwes, who plays like the corporate, I guess, angle storm chasers, where Bill and Joe are kind of like the punk storm chasers, and Kara Elwes and his crew are like CNN. And they don't fucking have the instincts that Bill does, and they're talking shit like, get off my radio band, I'm going to do what the fuck I want. Go do your weather reports. So we're following them along as Bill slowly gets sucked back into the life of storm chasing, realizes he's still in love with Joe, and they go on an adventure together. Um love this movie man like it's it's fun i don't think it's horror by any means <laughs> um, it's or it's very like fine line if you want to put this disaster you gotta put everything else in it, i think but overall it's a fun movie it's scary especially when you're a kid especially the opening scene when the dad gets sucked out of the fucking storm cellar um but yeah like a ton of fun watching my kids recently they all loved it and i just is it corny absolutely you have to turn off your brain for a lot of them so, well, not a lot of it, but a lot of like a few of the plot points, driving a truck through a house, things like that. But otherwise, man, it's a great movie. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, I, I'm going to talk about specific parts a little later, but overall, like this is definitely one of my guilty pleasure movies. Uh, I've seen it probably over 50 times at this point over the last, you know, 25 years. And, you know, when that we talked about last week i immediately wanted to watch it again and i've seen it maybe twice already this year it's just it's a movie that comes on tv a lot for me here as well so uh that's probably one of the reasons why i've seen it so much but i just enjoy the shit out of it and as far as is it horror you know uh it's kind of like borderline right because you're talking about real horror i guess versus uh, you know i guess fake horror or not fake horror but uh like paranormal horror things like that but I will say, and because I, I was looking at it with this eye this time as I was watching it last night, I felt, I feel more anxiety and just like holding my breath during this movie than I do a lot of horror films. So it started to make me think like, what makes a horror film, you know? And that feeling of like just holding my breath because I'm so into what's going on on screen and it's kind of terrifying. Like the tornadoes are fucking relentless in this movie you know there's five or six of them that they kind of chase throughout the film and it's just like that feeling is very reminiscent of a, a horror film and a good horror film so i think it could fall into the horror category you know a subgenre you know being disaster films i don't think armageddon was quite that way but this one uh with the amount of like action and anxiety that i went through it i'd say this one could be considered a horror and i think that's why uh, I was actually interested in doing this episode because 
you know, it's one of those fine line movies and I love it. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing this in theaters when it came out, this was like such a big deal movie at the time. Um, just cause of, I guess the, like the graphics and the special effects and stuff like that at the time were kind of revolutionary. Um, and it still holds up. Like it still looks like pretty damn good um, for a movie that came out in what, what year? 90 something or the other 96. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, great performances all around. Um, you know, you really feel like you're a part of like this group of storm chasers. Um and just like even all the side characters are just so fun. This you get the dude from uh People Under the Stairs in here, and the guy from Ferris Bueller, and <laughs> and Phil. I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman is just a A plus, and this is Dusty. Um, but then you got you know Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton who are just fantastic. You know, could we have done without the the love triangle? I don't know. I mean, I guess they they had to do something, right? Otherwise, it's just people chasing a storms, and maybe that gets a little boring. But I, I didn't think it was like completely necessary. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know, Sam. I, I feel like like what do you what did you think of the the whole love triangle? Do you think it was necessary? I mean, I don't think that it took like any focus off of anything in particular. Um, I kind of liked it because, like, I don't know. I feel like. Joe knew that they were probably meant to be, but he was trying to act all cool and move on with his life. And it was kind of sad because the Melissa, his new wife, like she kind of sees that her, that Joe and him are passionate about something and she's like seeing this new side of him, I think. So it makes her sad. So I actually liked it. Um, But yeah. So if you guys don't know, for those of you listening, so I was obsessed with this movie when I was a kid. I don't remember if I saw it in the theater or not. The first memory I have of it is just me being obsessed with it. And I asked my mom if I could have Twister on VHS for Christmas. So Christmas morning, she got me the fucking VHS. And I remember laying on our nasty old brown carpet. And I watched this movie over and over and over in one day. And I loved Helen Hunt so much. Like I really thought she was real. I thought her character Joe was a fucking real tornado chaser and I told my mom I was like I want to be a tornado chaser with Joe and my mom's like well that's not how it works like she's acting like if you're a tornado chaser cool but you're not gonna be with them and I was just determined I was like I will be on her crew like I want to do that with them for the longest time I didn't understand but I love this movie so much it's so good it's sad it's scary it makes you laugh all the characters you love even the bad ones um I don't know I just really like it it's just cool like how it's shot and if you think of how they do the scenes and like the special effects behind the camera it's really cool if you can watch any of that like on YouTube um it's just a great movie it's one that I'm literally glued to the TV anytime that it's on it's like no matter how many times you've seen it no matter what part you jump in you always sit and watch it and you're like I don't know it's just addicting I guess and I would consider it horror. It's like natural disaster horror, which I think needs to be a subgenre that everyone like starts talking about. <laughs> yeah, it came on two week- TV two weeks ago where Kelly El- Carrie Elwes says "fuck off" to them and gets blown up in a car. So and like, sad. yeah, you're just watching. Yeah, I feel bad for his driver because <laughs> Bill Pax oh, is yeah. like, "Hey, I know you're there listening, dude. Like, turn around," and he fucking turns it off. Um, yeah. 
What a prick. That's what you get, I guess. Um, I remember, and I, it's still the same feeling I get to this day, too, where they um, they're at the um, drive-in theater, and then afterwards, they all, like, they're good, but then, like, the fucking tornado's going towards your aunt, and, like, that feeling you get, oh, no, because she's such a sweetheart. She, like, cooks all his food. She loves joe and she loves him still even though like they broke up things like that and then like they go find her and it's like oh man you get that sinking feeling still for her which is effective Mm -hmm. that drive-in theater scene is so fucking good too like the the fact that the shining's playing too just like adds to just like the horrificness of it all too like especially when it finally comes through and it comes through with the exact moment jack is like putting the axe through the door you know and like and even like the way they intro that scene is the the twins, you know? So like, it's already makes you feel a little uneasy and you hear that beautiful score too of the shining on there too. And it just like adds to the dread of the whole scene. You know, something terrible is about to happen, you know? And uh, it's so fucking good that, I mean, that scene is just a plus. And I actually, actually, no, you were, yeah, we, we uh, went on that ride, Sam at universal, if, uh, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it exists really anymore. I remember what it was. That doesn't exist anymore. Was, yeah. It's, uh... Uh, the ride was like, you literally just stand there and you're at the drive-in movie theater and then like the twister comes through and like you watch it like happening in front of you. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, like the floor like collapses <laughs> and like you're like, oh shit. And you see the cow go across at one yeah. point too. I remember. And they had props from the movie. Uh, at, that's right. In, yeah. in line. They had one of the Dorothy, uh, right? I think yep. Dorothy too. They had they had a, one of the cows, uh, like, and they had the sign for um, Wakita, uh, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Did yep. you ever go to the museum, Sam, for this in your home state? The museum for Twister? Yeah. No, they had one in Kansas. Did they have one? I, I was reading about it today, actually. I'll oh pull it up God. and see if I can find it again. But no, but next does time it still I'm exist? Home, I'm going. Uh, I think so. I'll find it. Wow. Did this movie take place in Kansas? Is it like all in Kansas? No, I think was I it most Oklahoma? of it's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, oh, then maybe right? I'm mistaken yeah. then. All right. I mean, I know that what is it? Wakita is in Oklahoma. Oh, so that's an actual city. No, I don't know if it is, but I know in the movie it's in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. I thought that's what I always thought. No, uh, it, it's it's in Oklahoma though. Never oh, mind. Cool. The Twister Twister the movie museum. It's got props. It's got the Dorothy one there. Oh my God. Some other shit. Pretty cool. Does it say what town it is, Todd? Uh, Wakita. Okay. Oh, it's actually in Wakita. Makes sense. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> if anyone goes through Oklahoma, please go to it for me. Opens Sam, tomorrow you- at one p.m. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what? How far you were, like? How far Wichita is from Wakita, Sam? Like no, no. Curious. I wonder if they have like um Instagram or Facebook. I bet they do. Oh, Todd. Uh, yeah, it has a Facebook. It's called the Twist. Oh, I'm sorry. They had a Twister host party there on the 25th of the anniversary of the movie. 25th. Oh, cool. Um, it's called Twister the Movie Museum. That is amazing. <laughs> you guys got to do a road trip now. That's right. Um, yeah. We probably drove right by it, like, because when we drove from uh, Wichita to Texas, we drove right through Oklahoma. So I'm sure we were weren't too far off from it. I'm giving them a like. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, speaking of the CGI in the movie, though, uh, I remember in 96, like how fucking impressive the CGI mm-hmm. was in this. 
and yeah. I, was, I was impressed like okay there, there's some parts that <laughs> the cgi is a little rough like today you know yeah um especially the satellite at the beginning it's like the most computer generated satellite ever uh, mm-hmm. when they're showing but that that's it's the worst part of the movie <laughs> <It's> <laughs> that satellite. That satellite, it's so bad like they should have just cut it honestly uh but the twisters themselves like they look pretty good for they do that long ago uh it's impressive like you think of cgi around that era uh other than like jurassic park there aren't movies that really pulled off cgi this well at that time so mm-hmm, i thought that mm-hmm. was impressive uh, especially the tornadoes man i you feel those tornadoes like they are intense and they just mm-hmm. yeah th- i definitely love that about this and you also mentioned uh, the the shining score but i like the score in this uh yeah in, in twister it's a very 90s like score and i love how the beginning of of the movie plays more into like the comedy uh 90s score but as the movie progresses, it starts to go more into like a kind of ominous danger incoming score. And I really love the marriage of both. It just mm-hmm. fit with this movie, I thought, perfectly. Yeah. I mean, this movie, it's like you got to go for the ride, too, because like there it's like so many like like things that just seem completely like impractical oh, like especially sure. especially like when they drive through the house when the fucking <laughs> yeah, <hot> house <laughs> and you just see them like go driving upstairs and shit like that i'm like yeah i don't know about that but uh i mean it's just like so fun and it's like the perfect did this come out in the summertime because i feel like this is like the perfect summer blockbuster like movie uh, where may, like actually a little bit may, yeah yeah it was just like the perfect summer blockbuster movie though um for the time and i i would i assume like this movie must have did like really well in theaters, right? Like it had to have. Cause I remember like it being so it was fucking everywhere. And then of course it spawned all of the storm chaser people who were like, I'm gonna be a storm chaser now. And they fucking went out and bought their own equipment and shit. And then they all got sucked up by fucking Car- like like Carrie always did. And- <laughs> did they really is that a real thing? Like they got killed and stuff? Oh yeah. I'm sure oh, I'm sure time. some people did, yeah. Wow. Yeah, this did like a number for storm chasers in the u.s uh, it's like a top do- gun and the navy recruiting yeah I, i've seen documentaries about it there are a lot of storm chasers and a lot of them started because they saw this movie and thought it was cool um there's actually a good documentary called chasing tornadoes on tubi that uh documents a crew exactly like this and they get really close calls and it actually kind of puts in perspective this movie because you see some scenes and you're like that seems very unlikely <laughs> you know how close they get to the tornadoes like uh you know, that one point they're in a triple tornado, like right in the center of a triple tornado on this like little bridge and the car's like spinning and stuff. And you think that's totally like fake, but I don't know, those real events kind of <laughs> similar to what happens, you know, uh, they got fucking lucky to live in this movie. How many close calls they have of trucks flying at them or right. debris. <laughs> or, uh, I, I really thought at the time that that guy in the uh, drive-in, that the piece of shrapnel like clips him in the face, in the, in the forehead. Uh, I really thought they'd like sever him, <laughs> but I guess the movie had to keep a PG-13. Wasn't that type of movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without a perfect opportunity to kind of make it how real it is, it just like chops his head off or like, uh, almost like a Dawn of the Dead, like top of his head just... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Missed the, opportunity there. <laughs> the, the movie made $494 million worldwide. Wow. Wow. Uh, off a of $92 million budget. Wow. At that time. In 96, too. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's huge. Yeah. And that's why it's still a classic today. I mean, it's still on TV all the time. Always on TV. Yeah. And it has a Sega pinball machine. 
at the oh. at the museum, Sam. So. Awesome. Oh my god. Uh, I, I think I read somewhere at some point that one of the other big reasons why this movie is so big is this movie came out with DVD around the time DVDs came out, and this mm. was a movie that people used to showcase the power of a DVD. Yeah. Uh, this and Fifth Element apparently are the two that got a lot of exposure just by being showcased at stores as to show off what a DVD looks like. Makes um, sense. So th- that was also, I remember, a big thing. Uh, but one thing I wanted to discuss with you guys is I think Melissa is kind of the unsung hero in all this. Like, they could have <laughs> easily written her to be kind of a bitch or to make her unlikable because you want him to get with Joe. But honestly, she was actually really cool throughout the whole movie. Like, yeah, she's scared, but fuck yeah, I'd be scared too. You know, like it's a goddamn, (laughs) they're right in the middle of tornadoes throughout this whole movie and how she like, just understand she gets it. Look, you know, I love him, but he's never going to love me the way he loves Joe. And it's just, I think she's like a total superstar in this movie. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for her. No, yeah, she's, yeah, like she, yeah, they never make her the villain. You're right. Okay, Joe, you said you could have done without, so you don't get to comment well, on Dr. I, I, Melissa. Yeah, move along. <laughs> anyway, um, it's like Pierce Brosnan, though, in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Stop like fire. the stepdad, yeah. Usually they make them a piece of shit, but he's fucking chill, too. Mm-hmm. They, he's but great. they make in Mrs. Delphi, they make him into like a villain, like no, they, but, but not really. What are you talking about no, they like, don't. He, he's they, actually nice throughout the whole film. Like he, he really, yeah, he he is. But I feel like you're you're supposed what are to you hate him. About? Yeah, because like you're you're rooting for Robin Williams the whole time. So they more no, because you know and, he's the shit dad. So right, you're like <laughs> right, but they easily could have made Pierce Brosnan a piece of shit. But even yeah. like the Candon moment, the his right. his yeah. colleagues like, dude, what the fuck, you're. You, you with a girl with kids like yeah man i fucking love the kids they're great yeah, she's great that's and true you're like yeah. okay and then and then rob williams is so pissed off because he's a nice guy it's a drive-by fruiting dude yeah. did you not tip <laughs> did you not tip <laughs> uh, right so let's say we're doing mrs delphire next week <laughs> i fucking love that i really did you guys ever see cut. the yeah you guys ever see the horror trailer for mrs yeah, delphire it's great. Yes. It's great. Yes. <laughs> awesome hello i I was reading some letterbox reviews of mrs delphire there's some hilarious ones in there like what what would they say it's just like people saying like they're like this movie's fucked up like he's such like a piece of shit dad but we're supposed to like be rude for him i mean he's just trying his best it's got layers man (laughs) no like and they were like think about like how fucked up that's gonna make your kids like that like (laughs) you know yeah I loved Sally Field when I was a kid. I wanted her to be my mom. <laughs> you could tell I had, a, I had a shitty childhood, so I I pretended that these movies were reality and the actresses were my moms. So Helen, you wanted Helen Hunt to be your mom too? Yeah, she was so fucking cool. She was so brave. <laughs> I don't know. Helen Hunt is like a cool older sister for you, or an, an aunt. aunt. An yeah, aunt. yeah. She's like your aunt May. There you go. <laughs> Want to rate it? Are we done? I had a couple more things oh. yeah. with you guys. Uh, uh, another thing I like is how, you know, so obviously he hates Jonas, right? The whole movie kind of alludes to him, Jonas being the bad guy. But I like that he's still human enough to try to help him out and is bummed out when he dies. Like, yeah. Uh, and I, I like that angle because at the end of the day, they're, they are there for the same purpose. And he actually, he's actually trying to help him. He's like, no, you got to anchor uh, your machine, you know, whatever you call it, dot or whatever. You have to anchor dot because it won't fly if you don't do it. And he's actually trying to help him because in the end, it's about 
the science, not about, you know, pride. And he kind of realizes that throughout the film that, and I, I like that, you know, a lot of movies wouldn't have gone that way. They would have made him the pure villain. And I thought that was uh, the restraint that I liked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also, really good, good, like corporate guy too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, I like the, le- like, how'd they go into these moments of levity in the middle of all the action? Like when they go to the aunt's house and mm-hmm. just kind of enjoy the food there, which by the way, the food looked fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every yeah. time you watch it, you're just like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. And I mean, the dialogue is pretty cheesy. You yeah. Know, there's, there's some lines in there that kind of rolled my eyes. Uh, you know, there's the Star Wars line, you know, that's no moon, that's a space station as tornadoes, <laughs> like maybe going to kill their friends. <laughs> you know, but it, it has like a charm to it at the same time. I, you know, and I enjoy that. Um, what was my other one? Oh, and one of my favorite scenes, and it's such a small scene is when at the end they're being chased by the F5 and they go into that uh, shack with all the weapons. And yeah. like, oh my God, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie is just great moments. I, I fucking adore this movie. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the intro is really good too. Like how you follow Joe when she was a kid and like you, you know, it's a great way to like, intro of like why she becomes the storm chaser and stuff like that and then and you get that huge... around, eh? no and then you get that huge dramatic moment with her and bill there where she's like it skipped your house and this house uh-huh. and went to your house <laughs> yeah, they, they, they really put you into the fucking movie immediately yeah. with that first scene i thought it was they a do. way of interesting yeah. and i like how throughout the movie she's reminded of that so yeah. when she goes back to wakita after the tornado hit she sees a family come out of uh, yeah. the shelter. And then at the end, she sees a family like hers kind of standing at the side of the hill, but they all right. have their dads, you know, and it's kind of sad that, you know, she, and it, that, that's typical. Like, I think anyone else wouldn't see that, but she can focus on on those like little moments because she lived through it. And they make a big point of that throughout the whole film, that this is something that really traumatized her as a kid, you know? That's why they're mm-hmm. so iffy about talking about F5s even existing just because she's the only one who survived one and mm-hmm. as movies like despite its campiness how cheesy it is it's still got a lot of deep messages and deep moments and yeah it's great yeah sam i want to know how you felt about the cows though i was always sad about the cows because <laughs> i'm like they can't do nothing their little backs break and their little legs are broken so sad mm-hmm most people laughed at that scene, but Sam's in the theater crying about the cows. I know. I was worried about the cows. <laughs> well, it was just one cow. It was just one cow, you're right. Yeah, but the only yeah. one cow we saw. Yeah. That's true. Uh, although I do like the line, uh, where do you get all this meat? Did you see the cow from? No. Yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. <laughs> it's good, great good, line. Yeah. And also the, the the sister tornadoes. That's a fun scene too, where you get the yeah. two tornadoes coming in. Well, it's, cool. it's actually three. If you at the, is it by three the end, by the end okay. of it, it starts All with right, one, right. splits into two. But when know. the truck is there, it's like three around. It's crazy. That's, it's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a great scene. There's so, yeah, I mean, it is great. Like you get so many memorable like tornado scenes, like the one and when they're stuck under the bridge, like that one's awesome yeah. too. Like so many cool ones. Who's your favorite side? Who's like your favorite side character in this? Oh, Dusty. Gotta be Dusty. Right? Dusty. Yeah. 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 Another one gone, gone, taken to her. Yeah. I know. I know. That's crazy. But yeah, you're right. There's so, there are a lot of, I, you know, there are a lot of tornado scenes in this. There's at least there five, are. five or six. <laughs> yeah. And they, you know, tornadoes can look kind of the same, but they really 
pick different moments of the tornado and i thought that was cool Mm -hmm. and even though the cgi was a little off the weather effects like the hail and all that stuff that looked really real you know yeah that was it's crazy like they Mm -hmm. did a good job with this movie Mm mm-hmm I like when the truck fall. Like she's like, "Where's my truck?" And then it just fucking boom, smashes yeah. right on the. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I, I'm almost a hundred percent sure though. I, I I missed what mark it was, but that whoever had that red truck had to use this in ads. Like that fucking truck. <laughs> I sur- know, right? Survives the whole movie, <laughs> and the only reason it gets destroyed is because they actually let it go into the tornado. Like <laughs> yeah. that thing got hit by debris, got hit by tornadoes, they got hit by hail. That truck's fucking fine. Like. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. For built for tough. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> that that had to be a marketing thing in the nineties <laughs> for sure. Uh, I bet it. I actually guarantee you it was. I could. You could probably find it on YouTube. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, for sure it was. I think that's all I had anyway. All righty, let's rate it. Right, let's go first. <laughs> nine out of ten. Oh, wow. nine out of ten. Love it. Cheesy fuck yeah, of course. Turn off your brain, sure. Awesome characters, great movie. Nine out of ten. Yeah, this is like a uh, just nostalgia overload. It's like a warm hug every time I watch it. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine out of ten too. Like, yeah, it's fucking cheesy as hell, but it's it's just so fun. Ninety-five uh, uh, Dodge Ram truck, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, All right, Dodge Ram. There you go. Um, I'm gonna rate this a nine point five. Wow. That would have been a great tornado chaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, realistically, this movie I think is like a six point five or seven, but yeah. to me, but to me, it's a nine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, what can I say? It's a guilty pleasure. I watch if I, I keep watching it. Like, I'd watch it again today and be totally fine with it because I fucking love mm-hmm. this movie. Every, it's one of those movies. If I see it on TV and it happens a lot, I will stop and watch it. Like, it doesn't yep. matter where <laughs> in the movie it is, I will always stop and watch it. I just love this movie so mm-hmm. yeah, nine out of ten there's gonna be someone out there right that like like the ecto one like they have like uh for a dodge ram with like the, the dorothy on the back <laughs> or something <laughs> it's got to yeah so, got somebody to. out there has it it's, i want to yeah. meet that person <laughs> or or someone has like uh dusty's like rv thing rocking out the barn burner <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's a great one it's uh no definitely a a great movie and i'm glad we got to do it you know it's it's out of our wheelhouse a little bit but we yeah. talked a lot we talked about it a lot like it, it yeah. has come up a lot in the last since we became the horror squad so yeah it had to be done it had to be done at some point <laughs> todd was away and we, so we want to pick something that he had either seen or you know could remember and this one was he used to watch a few weeks ago so mm-hmm. perfect timing yeah i'm looking on google for Bill Paxton's the 95 Dodge truck, and it looks like someone actually has a Dorothy replica in the back. Yes, I love it. Red Dodge. Perfect. Of course, there had to be. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's got to be in like Oklahoma or something. That's that's hilarious. Did they film this movie at an actual drive-in, like for that drive-in scene? I wonder if like you can like go go see the drive-in or something, or Aunt May's house. I wonder if people like go. Aunt Aunt May's house was. They bought that whole town. Really? About it, they bought that whole town out for like. Ten thousand bucks or something because it was like dilapidated. Wow! They fixed them up and then destroyed them, including her house. No yeah, shit, I was man. gonna say her house was destroyed, so they probably yeah. either built it as a set or yeah. That's right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Although lucky, I mean, that they got out of there right in time. You know, it's a, yeah. a lot of close calls in this movie. Like Bill Paxton. A lot of, lot die, of plot like, armor in this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times this debris just happens to miss him is pretty incredible. Imagine yeah. if they went there, though, like the final scene, they just get ripped apart. You're like, what was that? <laughs> oh, shit. Or if like, yeah. And like, they don't make sure like not to make it too sad. Because yeah. like they easy in like another movie, they easily would have killed Aunt May off. Oh, you know, yeah. she would have like died in the tornado and like definitely one of the storm chases would have died as well like some way somehow but, it's kind of like armageddon where you're like bruce willis sacrificed himself you know right. that's mm-hmm. surprising to do something like this in this armageddon movie. at least went there though they killed like half the crew like yeah. in, the, in that when wilson dies like in the first 10 minutes <laughs> right <laughs> um i forgot to say but yeah it's, it's nice good. to have a disaster movie that takes tornadoes seriously but still gives us like a feel-good story you know that uh it, it was a nice balancing of you know showing the real danger of tornadoes but also providing 90s entertainment yeah man that this was like the pinnacle of disaster movies too There's oh yeah fucking so late, many late 90s <laughs> yeah insane. now is it like i'm trying to think of like the last like good disaster movie there was like i can't even think of anything right off the top of my head 2012 anyway. is probably the last one i can think of that was although there's that one coming out like really cool like either Geo early Storm. next year uh, oh, no, like with... moonfall uh, i know this one, oh, with Leonardo yeah. one where DiCaprio. the moon is coming uh it's like gonna crush the earth oh yeah, oh. yeah it's, it's from the guy who did uh independence day and uh 2012 and is that roland emmerich or roland something emmerich. yeah Sting. i know geostorm with jared butler came out like four years ago i never saw it though yeah there, there have been some but not, it it really ha- it really day reaches after tomorrow. peak and it was yeah, that it, nick nick cage one too <laughs> So, knowing, knowing, knowing. yeah, knowing, yeah. or like the sun flare, like the there's like sun flares or whatever that right, like destroys we, no. the world. The, the sun got its due, <laughs> volcanoes got their due, yeah. you know, twisters got their due. It's like the age got their, uh, you know, asteroids got them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, now a blizzard. Uh, yeah. We got day after tomorrow, that yeah, day after tomorrow, sort there's, of. Yeah, there's no ice storm, like I want an ice storm one where all right, horse got approved. Sure. Easily, yes. Easily. Yeah. Two weeks in a row, we were in the nines. It's pretty. Uh... Did you uh, rewatch Ghostbusters yet, Steve? Uh, no, I'm. I'm gonna wait till it's. Uh... Are you? I yeah, I, I, I. don't like the theater experience enough to <laughs> go back twice yeah. for the same movie. I, you know? I, I think I might be seeing Resident Evil on Thursday. Thursday morning. Ooh. Ooh. Have to tell we'll me about that. We'll see. Uh, so next week, Sam, are you doing your birthday episode next week or the one after? Um. Well, my birthday's on the ninth, so maybe we should do it next week. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. And then the week after, we might be able to do Chucky because I think that show ends this week. Yeah, or... I think it does. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Sam, what are we watching? Can we do a double header, perhaps? Oh, Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> well, Todd, you, rem- you rem- <laughs> <laughs> Todd, you help me remember. So, I yes. would love to do When a Stranger Calls Back. Excellent but it's movie. like a direct sequel, so I feel like you have to watch the first one to get the second one. I don't think you do. You don't? No, because I've only seen. Everyone knows what happens in that original movie. That's like mm-hmm. a, like a horror trope. Like even if you're not a horror fan, you know, like right. the calls from inside the house. I I really don't think you need to. Plus, I think the okay. sequel is superior anyway. Okay, well then we'll just do the sequel. I'm gonna watch both. But... I'm gonna watch both too because I, I don't so. think I've oh, ever fuck seen it, then. We don't have to. I mean, we can do it briefly. Oh yeah, we'll do it. Okay. 
Fuck it. Uh, well, we're not doing the fucking remake. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who is in the remake? I don't think I've seen. Oh wait, I have uh, seen the remake. It was someone name? famous. Camille yeah. Something. Camille Bell. Camille yeah. Bell. Was I it bad? Not... It was bad. It just was I not. I think so. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. <laughs> All right, both from Stranger Calls and Stranger Calls back on Amazon Prime for the U.S. Not sure nice. It's funny. Uh, so I knew Sam would do this. I I've been holding off watching them, but I wanted <laughs> to watch the remake because I knew she wouldn't do that one in Canada yes. on Prime. The picture and the description is the remake, but when you play it, it's actually the original. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Someone's oh. fucking up. Yeah, someone fucked up at, at Prime over there. So they're like, eh, we don't care. I'm like, okay, okay, oh, awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. We should do we should do a Christmas movie this month too, since oh. like we're in December. Yeah, at some, at some point. Right. When a stranger yeah. calls back is on Tubi, not on Amazon Prime. All right. Yeah, we should probably do a, another wait. vote for the uh, Christmas movie. Each pick yeah. one, and mm-hmm. the listeners pick which one they want. Sweet. I already know my pick. Um, it's my annual crusade to get one done. Which Shoot. one? Santa sleigh. Santa sleigh. Okay. Goldberg. With Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> I'll have to think. We'll do P2, Justice for Tom. We already did P2. Uh, we'll do P2 no, every year. Yeah. Every year. Uh, I love P2. It's so good. Yeah, Sam would totally date Tom, and he would never turn into a psychopath. Yeah. She I gave would. him a little attention. That's all he needed. That's Justice all he needed, Tom. yep. He's a little tickle his way. Oh. Slapping a tickle. All right, when Stranger Calls Back, one and two. Sweet. Yep. For next week, birthday episode. Chucky Hope you guys that. can join us. Chucky after that. I need to find um, that one. Then Christmas. What then, else? And then, then a Christmas end. movie. Yep. Then your ender. Yeah. I got to get preparing my list. Yeah, start thinking your list if you guys want to, you know, think Won't of a list. Would you give us a top us? five suggestions, Steve? Won't you guys hit us with that? Since you watched 100 movies. He did. He did. 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 I'll, he I'll, did. I'll, 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 okay. I'll say it on the air so, for you guys. Right. Sam and I already jumped in on one of them. One of Sam's suggestions, anyway. And then we started watching a classic horror story, but um, Sam fell asleep, so I shut it off. So we're gonna we're gonna jump into it. All right. So here, it. so here were my suggestions. So I, were I these put, in the chat that I missed or what? Yeah, they were in the chat. Yeah, I'll okay. send them back. But uh, so for the listeners, I told Joe uh, to watch The Medium, Blood Red Sky, a classic horror story, Paranormal Activity Next of Kin, which I believe you did watch. Yes. And The Block Island Sound for mm-hmm. Sam. I think she would like There's Someone Inside Your House, which you watched. Yes. Uh, Superhost, Night Teeth, Devil's Island, and Jacob's Wife. And for Todd, uh, a classic, uh, sorry, a classic horror story, Witness Infection, The Medium, The Boys from County Hell, and Sound of Violence. The Medium. Sound of Violence was solid. Yeah. Uh, the Medium, Classic Horror Story, Witness Infection, and The Boys from County Hell. Okay. I got to watch Boys from County Hell, too, because I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, well, you gave it a two and a half, Steve. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, infection. It, it doesn't mean that I like, you know, like, uh, that's why I'm picking different movies. Like, there's someone inside your house. I think Sam would. <laughs> to make it tall, watch shitty movies. Right? I'm hoping Sam likes it, but I knew Joe wouldn't like it. You know, it's just like. She was. Mm-hmm. Fuck me over. I'm not saying you're great. is available. Uh, <laughs> But there, I just think that's the best ones that I've seen this year that I know you guys didn't watch. <laughs> I was, uh, I got about thirty minutes into Classic Horror Story and I was loving it so far. So we'll see. Oh, well, well and we started watching it, and I didn't realize it had the girl from Revenge, and so I got yeah. excited. She's in there. 
And then I was falling asleep and I just watching like the 10 minutes, I was like, oh, I know I'm going to like this movie. So I told Joe, I was like, if I fall asleep, you can watch it because I'm going to watch it. I love Revenge. That's great. Mm -hmm. That was definitely one of the surprises this year. It's just, you'll see the end is what killed Mm -hmm. it for me. But Uh, okay. Well, it's interesting too, that they like switch between English and Italian. Is that what it is? Italian. Yeah. It's weird. Like okay, I, I, I'm seeing that in movies more and more. You know, I've been watching a lot yeah. of like off the beat stuff where they switch languages. To film. Yeah, like I was like, do they did foreigners do that in like real life? Is that, like, is that a thing? Yeah, fuck <laughs> they, I, I don't remember who I was talking to about this. I watched a movie called Hundred Candles, which is an anthology film, mm-hmm. and one of the segments, one of the full segments in the movie, is in Spanish, but it doesn't show you the subtitles. <laughs> so I'm watching it. And I'm like. Why aren't they putting the subtitles? I don't understand a fucking word. It's an English film. You know, you'd think they'd subtitle the Spanish. So, okay, I get out the fucking remote. I put on the subtitles. You know what it says? Speaking Spanish. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? How's that? So I, there's a good 15, 20 minutes. I have no idea Wait, what the fuck happened. Really? That's interesting. So like, they're, you're, they're suppo- you're not supposed to be understanding them. Is that what you're saying, basically? Like, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Like, it's an, everything else is in English. So you'd think yeah. the one segment that's not in English would be, you know, translated. I don't know why it's not. It's There was it's another not. movie I watched like that, too, where, like, they started speaking a foreign language, but you weren't supposed to, like, know what they were saying. Like, it didn't Maybe subtitle so it. it. Af- yeah. That, it, like, affects it, you more. Maybe yeah, it'd be a thing if there was like a conversation here and there that were not the language. You see that in movies a lot. This is yeah. a full ass segment. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, so I wish it was in French and I could have understood it, but Spanish, yeah. uh, you know, I, I caught words in here because it's a little similar to French, but yeah, it was weird. Weird choice. Hmm. All right, then. All right. <laughs> righty. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Check out our Discord. And we'll see you next week for my birthday episode. Bye. The first thing I did when the power went off is I took a super hot shower. (laughs) 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 We broke Steve.